best way to start is by getting what they called a secured credit card. Yeah. So a secured credit card is instead of a company, a bank giving you a card to say, this is your limit and you can, you know, this is the interest rate. If you, they have all of these terms. If you don't pay in full, then an interest yeah. um, accrues on that amount. But a secure credit card on the other hand is you go to the bank because you don't have any history. The bank doesn't know you. So yeah. it's an equivalent of a comp. You just for randomly, I just come and meet you. Like you don't know me. I don't know you. And I say, please, can you borrow me $5,000? Okay. It's going to be like, uh, but I don't know you though. So, but um, secure credit card is basically like giving, you give the bank your money. Okay. So you give them $300, sometimes $500, different banks have their limit. You're usually better off with like credit unions or I know Bank of America does it. Mm. And they give you a credit card off of your own money. Okay. Hmm. So they, what they are using that to determine is your pattern. Your spending pattern. So, yeah. your, yes. So is it, if let's say it's a $500 limit and you, you have to drop that cash as a deposit. Okay. So they give you the card. It has $500 limit. And then you keep spending the card. And then over the course of maybe six months or eight months, they see how you spend, how you pay. What you ideally want to do is that you don't spend more than 10% of your credit card. Welcome back to the Visible at Work podcast, the show that shares what to do after you get the job. Designed to help you navigate workplace issues and unlock executive opportunities through communication. I'm your host, Tracy, and you're welcome today. I have a very special guest with me this week. And although she's in, uh, she's an IT specialist, but she's hands-on when it comes to finance. And one of the major things that affects a lot of people when they move to a different country or a different city is your finances because you're moving into a new system um, and in some places, different states or provinces have the way they do their taxes and everything. And it's a system. So you have to prepare yourself to work with that system so you can succeed. You can set yourself up for success. And um, she has a lot of tricks and tips. And in fact, (laughs) she has her hands full on how you can work your way with the system to enable that you have good and strong finances and why is that important with your work because if you have issues in your finances or in your financial life it it has a way of affecting your work so you can see the connection between your work and your finances and um she's going to talk a lot more about that her name is Ibukonlua Oyeleke and um she's the owner of 10 minute financial guide I love that name 10 minutes financial guide so she doesn't talk too much but she goes straight into the nitty-gritty and that's what she's going to do today She's an IT project manager and she lives in Florida in the US. And she has a channel also called Termin Financial Guide to help women, to encourage women to be able to talk about money, comfortable talking about money without the guilt of being called a gold digger or a materialistic person. And with her personal experiences, research and knowledge, she shares how she makes money and also how she saves money and the little things she does to cut costs and opportunities for you to invest. She'll give you quick wins today on how you can do all of all those things I just mentioned about her. So welcome with me, Ibuku Olua, today of 10-Minute Financial Guide. Ibuku, you're welcome today. Ha. All of this hype. I was just sitting here just, 
just sucking it all in and fanning myself like oh yeah continue continue ah, yeah, so much now <laughs> but thank you for having me i'm so happy and to have you let me put a disclaimer so i'm not a know-it-all if you follow me on my channel and my page you see that you know i'm very open to learning from you guys as well because as much as uh, since when i was young so i come from a middle class family mm. and um we were not rich at all. let me not use rich we were poor <laughs> so, so i kind of got to i told myself as a little child that you know i'm not going to do this i'm going to have money and mm. i'm going to start saving money so i started saving money since i was a kid i did a couple of businesses when i was in college Mm-hmm. and then i saved enough money to come here because my parents couldn't afford to like send me here so i saved my own money to come here at the age of 21 to the us and i did my master's degree and so i've just been on that track and anytime i earn money my ears will just <laughs> so <laughs> so for me it it comes naturally but i meet people and i have clients that struggle and we can't cover everything today but one very important thing that i did not know especially coming from nigeria yeah. is we were taught that all debts are bad so you know you shouldn't have debt you should pay everything in cash so i did that for like even though i had i didn't have enough money but with planning and everything okay. i was okay right yeah but i was paying everything cash so i would buy my car cash i wasn't building my credit score yeah then that's something you need something that you need your credit score so let's say renting an apartment and not having a credit score at all or having a bad credit score actually becomes expensive so i'll give you an example you want to rent an apartment the deposit will be 500 dollars if you don't have good credit but with good credit you get zero deposit that's Mm. already 500 dollars that you have saved of course so what i tell my clients instead is instead of running away from credit altogether what you should do is use your credit responsibly so i want to focus on your credit score how you should use a credit card and how you should control that because also for some people who are not as frugal as i am yeah when there is a credit card is a false sense of being rich <laughs> because <laughs> money says you, not your own exactly you just keep swiping and swiping and before you know it you know this this culture and this system is just made to make you stuck in that yeah. cycle of poverty if you're not careful so yeah. um i'll just get into it and assume that everybody is a rookie so I w- what is a credit score right it's basically a numerical expression of your credit file that represents how credit worthy you are so yeah. if your personal life you know the friends that if you borrow them 50 dollars they will not return you <laughs> exactly and you know some people that like i have a friend that if she, she like she would come to me and be like can you give me ten thousand dollars and i'll give you back next week i don't okay. even think about it because i know that yes so you have those people and how do you determine that in your personal life one experience am i giving this money before this mm-hmm. person money before and they gave it back to me how does this person live their life are they you know do i see them in gucci, gucci clothing when i know that they can't really <laughs> afford it you know things like that yeah but, but, well you know they speak they speak gucci now mixing everything if you are listening to this podcast don't be one of those people <laughs> rock your outdoor with pride until you can afford gucci <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, so yeah, the credit bureau. How do you pronounce it? I do not come here to teach English. I came here to teach. No, I feel free. <laughs> so the credit is it bureau bureau. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Buru, whatever it is. <laughs> they the way the way that they calculate your credit score. So it's from a scale of three hundred to eight fifty. Yes. And then within that scale, so anywhere from three hundred to five seventy nine is considered very poor. Yeah. From five eighty to six hundred and sixty nine is considered poor. Mm. Six seventy to seven thirty is considered good, and mm. seven forty to seven ninety nine is very good. But anywhere from 800 to 850 is excellent. I have a. I'm going to because when I I'm so comfortable talking about money and I know you know some people will hear this and will roll their eye like ah, you are not arrogant at all. Please let me. Is it your arrogance? <laughs> arrogance. My credit score is about eight point. Whoa. And that did not happen by accident. It's the well people that become rich in life. It doesn't just happen unless your daddy is like okay. So just to backtrack, like what you said, you know, you said today that you're going to talk about the five things that will help your credit score. And just to bring you back before you start talking about that, you mentioned how you, you, you know, made a way for yourself to come, to come to the U.S. to school. And so, of course, there's a lot of differences in culture in terms of how we deal with money. And um, that must have been like a, a new mindset for you in terms of how you view money, how you viewed money back home and how you view money now and also how you spend money too. So could you just touch on that before we go into the five things today? Um, so I would say that, the mo- like I said, I started off with a lot of knowledge about money and saving and contentment. So for some people, you know, it's different. So, but I would just talk this off of my own experience. Okay. The most shocking part for me was one, the rent. Mm. Nigeria paying rent was once a year. Mm. Here is like it's every month. Yeah. So that reminder is there to you you have to even be stricter with your budgeting. Yeah. And also in Nigeria, you get people to give you money. So my dad's friend, my sister, my sister's friend, everybody will oh, take this five thousand. Take here is a different culture. Nobody gives you money. Nothing is free, yeah. actually. Your own friend will take you to the airport and be like, "Where's money for gas?" So <laughs> I, <laughs> I had to get used to that. Before I thought that these people are very horrible people, and then I got used to it. You know, they will invite you to a birthday party, and then you have to pay. In my yeah. mind, I'm like, ah, why did you invite me? <laughs> exactly. So you have to be prepared for little things like that, and you have to be ready to blend into the culture. And I, you know, when I was going to school, when I was doing my master's degree, I missed out on a lot of things because I already knew how to say no. When you cannot afford something, don't please. If you're, if I'm going on a date, yeah, I will ask the person where are we going and who is paying. Upfront. So that because you, you know there are some guys that I don't really like. I'm just really going for the food. So I will not get there again. You now say let me see. I will pay to see your ugly face. It's not going to happen. So you have to be very upfront. You have to be very open and honest and talk about your finances to your friends if they're trying to do something. Just assume yes. that you will be paying. Don't assume that you will be paid for. So mm. ask questions. Who is paying? And look at the menu. I usually look at I have a video on this on youtube i look at the menu ahead of time and figure out is this a restaurant that i can afford is this somewhere that 
I should be going because my daddy is a farmer. I shouldn't be going and be eating one small meat for $30 when I was in school and paying my own way. They'll say it's the experience. You You're paying for the experience. I'm not paying for the experience. <laughs> oh, Malu in Nigeria is 20000 I don't need the experience. <laughs> now that I'm doing way better than then, yeah. yes, I can pay for the exist time for everything. Delayed oh, gratification is a good thing. So um, that would be like the things that I really had to learn and to say no without, because sometimes they'll look at you like, oh, you're being cheap. But I'm being real to myself and to my finances. Most yeah. of my friends then were being sponsored by their parents. Mm. So I couldn't be spending money the way that they were spending money. So you need to really analyze your true situation and know that, you know, all of this, you can get a phone and pay $30 every month. Yeah, right. It's, even though it's thirty dollars every month, that's they're still getting, and they end up getting like one fifty percent of the actual price of the phone. So you need to really think about things before you get them, because you get to pay instrumentally does not mean that you know you should always remember you may not always have a job. You may fall sick. You, you something might happen. Yeah. You might not be able to make those payments. Amen. And the bad thing is, once you're not able to make those payments, you lose it. Then the the bricks start falling. You lose your car, you lose that house, or your credit gets bad and you pay for it in other ways. It's not worth it. So just stay in your lane, buy what you can afford. My policy is if you cannot replace it, do not buy it. You cannot afford yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying the truth because you know a lot of people come with expectations. Um, sometimes like, oh, okay, yes, I've been spending cash back home and they just feel okay I, when i come i'll just do the same thing here but you know another thing getting an apartment and everything you don't have any history so you're trying to build that history so you have to do everything within your part to to build it on the right track but if you don't have the knowledge that you're sharing with us today you might end up starting on the wrong foundation so you're right about you know just staying in your lane <laughs> that's right and since you mentioned that let me quickly say that for new people who are you know you just relocated or you just moved here and you don't have any credit score and all of these things things just sound like french to you the best way to start is by getting what they called a secured credit card yeah so a secured credit card is instead of a company a bank giving you a card to say this is your limit and you can, you know, this is the interest rate. If you, they have all of these terms. If you don't pay in full, then an interest yeah. um, accrues on that amount. But a secure credit card, on the other hand, is you go to the bank because you don't have any history. The bank doesn't know you, so yeah. it's an equivalent of a comp. You just for randomly, I just come and meet you. Like you don't know me, I don't know you, and I say, please, can you borrow me five thousand dollars? Okay is going to be like uh but i don't know you though so but um secure credit card is basically like giving you give the bank your money okay. so you give them three hundred dollars sometimes five hundred dollars different banks have their limit you're usually better off with like credit unions or i know bank of america does it mm. and they give you a credit card off of your own money okay hmm. so the, what they are using that to determine is your pattern your spending part. So, yeah. Yes. So is it, if let's say it's a five hundred dollar limit and you you have to drop that cash as a deposit. Okay. So they give you the card. It has five hundred dollars limit, and then you keep spending the card, 
and then over the course of maybe six months or eight months they see how you spend how you pay what you ideally want to do is that you don't spend more than 10 percent of your credit card limit okay and this is how that affects your this is how that affects your credit score so let's say that i your of the card of yes. your limit yes um so you don't spend 10 more than 10 percent so that way i know that you're not fully depending on the credit card for your survival yeah because if you're maxing it out the closer you are to spending the whole 500 is like damn you already have your salary you already it doesn't mean that you finish spending all of this and you still need to spend this much money on your credit card so mm. you are at a higher risk so it's almost like i borrow you money and i see you shopping all the time then my blood pressure will start rising like we should really pay me back do you okay. understand so yeah that's how the bank thinks about, that's how they determine your credit worthiness so when um okay so there is that and uh i talked about secure credit card it's also called self-funded credit card that's okay. what it's called okay. so just in case anyone is out here and you're just new to all of this so i'm going to just go ahead and jump into the five factors that affect your credit score okay. so the first thing is your payment history yeah so how many times have you so usually when you get a credit card you have a limit which is the maximum amount of money on that credit card you yeah. have a a date a statement date that statement date is the date that you that you have to that the the new cycle begins okay right so you have to pay Before, off that money okay yes my recommendation is you set so you you connect your credit card account with your regular bank account i would say that for me this is what i do yeah i use my credit cards to pay for little things so like my gas for Real the free. month okay so things that i already have in my budget that i have the money i okay. never use it to shop i've never used my credit card to shop for clothes never mm. I use it basically so if my maybe my phone bill is $50, my gas is $70, then I use that and I I have a date reminder on my calendar that I've set an auto pay and I pay everything in full all the time. In full. Go yes, all the time. Because mm. once you carry a balance over, you start to accrue interest, your credit cost score starts to um decline because that's like equivalent of you promised to give me back my money at the end of the month and now you're telling me stories so now you're higher yeah, punished risk. for it <laughs> yes you're higher risk for me that you might not pay me back so okay. you want to pay your credit card in full every month so and your payment history is 35 percent of how your your carries like 35 percent the weighted score oh for your history is 35%. So that's the highest actually. So the the what can make or mar your credit score is how much you pay and you know your payment history. Yeah. And the second um biggest weighted average is your debt to your limits ratio. So this is a little bit confusing, but I'll try to break it down. So okay, let's say okay. that you have three different 
credit cards or it might they might not be credit cards let's say you have one credit card you have a car payment and you have student loans yeah um all of your debt let's say everything together is twenty thousand dollars okay and you're spending uh, you know what let me just use credit card so that it's easy you're, you have three credit cards the limit on all three is twenty thousand dollars okay and you every month you're spending fifteen thousand dollars next month you spend thirteen thousand dollars if that was your money that somebody is swiping like that your height this person are you going to pay this money that's the same way the bank is looking like that you like yes this day is so I just want to add, I want to add, add to that. I want to ask, so does this apply to, you know, like when you go to some stores, they also say, oh, you're eligible for a credit card. Does this also apply to the cards that you get from different stores? Because like most stores try to push you to take their card and as you well. Shouldn't. When they say that, just say no. Okay. Say no all the time until you're tired of saying no. Especially when you're trying to build a good credit score, right? Yes, yes, say no because you don't need it. The only store credit card that I have is Old Navy, and it's because I shop at Old Navy a lot. And yeah. they have this point system to the point that now I don't pay any cash when I go, I just use my points. But that's because yeah. I've identified Old Navy mm. as the store that I like. And you get good value for what you buy anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so that will be your debt to, to to your limit ratio how much okay. money you're spending every month and my recommendation is to not spend more than 10 percent okay. that's what i'm telling you guys but ideally what i do is three percent three wow yes so i'm very frugal <laughs> just opening up my entire life but that's why thank you saying. for being so transparent <laughs> I have a credit limit of, uh, I think, $50,000 because they keep giving you, like, they yeah, every especially time when, when you do well. Yeah. Exactly. When you have a lot of credit, they increase it, or this, which is good because it shows that they trust you more. They trust you more. And yeah. so I spend, like, maybe $300 of the 50000 So even the bank knows that I don't really need their basic, so they can carry it and go. <laughs> so, yeah, that shows that you are managing your money properly and you pay everything. So, your credit would definitely go go up. I've I've yeah. worked with a lot of clients that start with like 400 credit score, and in six months, you oh. see them go up 150, 200 by making little changes here and there. Okay. So and that ratio carries 30 percent of your credit score. Hey, Google, please just hold on a minute. <laughs> just hold on for okay. just a minute, please. Okay. Yeah. So what's the third okay. one? Okay, so the third one is your credit age. So the how credit. long you had your credit. So usually the average. So if you open one six years ago and you open one three years ago, it's going to say three years because it's the average or four years. I don't know what the average of that is, but is the average of the, the um, amount of time you've had your credit card. Okay. So the longer, the better. So it's the same way. Just continue to relate it like if you were to lend someone money. If yeah. you've been dealing with someone for 10 years and they've been paying you back, you've been doing business with them, you trust them more than 
a new customer that just came two months ago True. so and that this is where it comes in for you to stop opening new credit cards all the time because you feel like because once you keep doing that then you're bringing that average down okay and the if more you have they, a good one just stick with it just and maintain it and mm-hmm. and every time you apply for a credit card too they run your credit which affects your credit so the more they run your credit the credit bureau sees that uh, this debt is always trying to get into different kinds of debts what's going on <laughs> so that affects that affects your credit score as well okay. and that carries 15 percent of the weighted average of how your score is determined oh. the fourth point is the type of credit that you have so the more diversified the better so if you have a credit card, a mortgage, a student loan, this key servicing all kinds of lines of businesses, yeah. it's good. So usually it's better to have at least one installment, which is like a car payment, a mortgage, something that is, you know, for a long time and you're paying every month. Okay. And a revolving credit card, which is like your normal expenditure credit card. Oh, okay. And can you get Those that from the same, cards. like from the same bank or like diversifying to two different... Um, Oh, you can. You, it doesn't matter as long as no, it doesn't matter. You can get your mortgage from anywhere you get your mortgage from, and get your credit card from your bank. Oh. It doesn't matter. Everything as long as it's tied to your social it's security still, number. Yeah, everything yeah, that's like. true. Okay. Yeah. And and that carries ten percent. Oh, ten percent. The last point is the number of credit inquiries that you make within the last twelve months. So. That was a point I just made earlier to where if you keep applying for different credit cards and you keep, even if you don't end up getting approved, the fact that they are running. So think about it. This is how that looks. Oh. I have borrowed you $2,000. Yeah. And you promised to pay me back at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. But then I go to a wedding and five different people are saying, ah, she came to ask me for a loan. So I'm not giving her, but ah, uh-uh. ah. The more you are hearing that I'm going around asking for other people, you'll be like, this guy is not a serious person. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it means that you really want $10,000. What's the probability that you pay me back? It becomes lower. Yeah. If you're asking different people for credit. So that's how they see it, and then it affects your score. So hmm. if you want to just get one or two and call it a day. Okay, okay. I like the way like you have the analogy of like borrowing somebody money. I think all of us can relate to that. We have someone that we probably borrowed money before, or family that we want to go and friend. slap them. Yeah, <laughs> as I'm saying this thing, one girl is coming to my mind, and I want to go and do that. <laughs> so that that is so relatable. Wow, I never thought about so, it. So I'll just do a run through how to increase your credit score and how to make sure that you continue to pay off your debt in full. You okay. don't close, and when you get a credit card, try not to close it. Because when you close it, especially if it's been, if you've had it for a long time, if you close it, you're missing that period of time that you had it. Because the longer, the better. Oh, yes. Make like sure you said, you... the longer, the better. So, but uh, if like the person has made a mistake in the past, and how do you like rebuild from there instead of closing? What, what I do for my clients, I had one girl that had 10 credit cards and she had a balance of like $38,000. And what I ended up doing was that I had her shred all the credit cards. So the accounts were still active, but the actual cards were burnt. she didn't have the card itself. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay, okay. The actual cards were burnt. 
so and then we started working on it and in, i think she's been my client since like may and now our debt is like eight thousand dollars and she also saved twelve thousand dollars and our credit score has gone up by like one eighty in six so, months mm-hmm. these things wow. are very they're easier but you have to be very disciplined and it won't happen by accident you have to be very very intentional yeah very intentional and very disciplined speaking about discipline Ibukolua, you have to tell us the discipline that made you end up in Costa Rica for holiday <laughs> a few weeks ago it's, 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 not, honestly, <laughs> it's not something that is just easy the, i mean very my mom was very strict so i don't know how to baby people it's just say no and walk away you yes, are not say no and walk it's away. not oxygen you are buying that clothes <laughs> that you want to buy they will make another one in two, two months time they will make another one when you have money nothing is running away just know that whatever you don't have to be honestly like i can remember the first time i saw a mobile phone i was like oh my god that my uncle looked like a mini god today everybody's using mobile phones who remembers yeah. v-boots all the people that went into debt to buy v-boots where are they today <laughs> just remind yourself of your goals remind that's why before i take a client i ask you what are your goals why do you want to do this once you remember why for me my why was i don't want to end up like my mom and dad i don't want my kids to go through what i went through so anytime i remember that i'm able to say no i don't need this person no i don't need this pair of shoes because i have shoes we all of us have more than we need it's just sure. greed and not lack of contentment but this is not church service i'm not going to preach <laughs> but you have to just be content and remind yourself why you're doing this in the first place because there is nothing like knowing that you have money saved up for if something happens yeah yes you're right you're right because you know like you're talking about before we started the podcast today we we're saying um talking about quick wins and the little things you do to cut costs and i think just saying no is a is even though it sounds so little it's so big just saying no and walking away and then also knowing and not being why. ashamed and, and i think ashamed. that some people are even able to say no when it's just them like when it's just i want i go to the mall i see this dress i can say no but sometimes mm-hmm. it becomes hard i won't lie to you when i was in when I was doing my master's, I used to feel some some type of way when my friends would be like, we're going to this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. You know, there were people from different walks of life. One girl, her dad is a billionaire. So she would be picking restaurants. I'm just looking at her like, is there what to ruin my life? I should follow you and come and eat food for $60. That $60 is like my whole entire money for groceries for the entire month. You know? But just knowing that you're, you're not... The restaurant that you go to you're not the clothes that you wear mm. you know i have money to buy gucci to buy chanel to buy, but i honestly walmart ross but i don't care and they really they have nice that. like i always tell people like they have nice things how would you know all yeah. my vacation swimsuits walmart walmart <laughs> i will just go there ten dollars i've bought it i've finished that you know if you don't have i'm not saying be cheap you can treat yourself that's not why we're here but i'm saying those things don't define you do things because you want to do them in the same vein though even though i don't buy expensive clothes i spend a lot of money on vacations i spend a lot of money on massages which some people will be like why that's what i like 
so but you here. cannot like everything you can't like shoe like clothes like watch like perfume buy expensive car rent expensive house you, you know you, you said you know that you're doing too many stuff at that point and honestly i'll just end this by saying the time is coming i promise you there are some things that i have today some things that i'm able to do today and sometimes i just pay for those things and i'm like ah ibuko is this you that time is coming but if you don't plan properly you find yourself constantly getting agitated over money constantly getting worried it's not worth it at all you'll find yourself i've had to walk away from jobs that i didn't like because i have money saved and i can take care of myself so i'm like bye peace until i find another job but you know especially as women you find you, you might find yourself in a marriage that you're not enjoying but because you cannot take care of yourself because you don't have money saved up you're yeah. stuck there you know being treated less than you should because if you are listening to this please you are jollof rice don't let anybody treat you like white rice okay <laughs> so so yeah think about those things and determine the kind of person you want to be do you want to be that person where if you're buying stuff for your children you're looking at your account balance that you have money or do you want to be that person that can afford the things that you truly need instead of pleasing all of these other people that really don't care about you so yeah and you know you you, you said something very important like being comfortable with knowing your why and also like being comfortable with money like you had you had to be uncomfortable with it first before you now became comfortable with talking about money dealing mm-hmm. with money issues and all of that and for a lot of um foreign professionals or if, if you maybe like you had a lot of money before and then you moved to a new town a new city everything was different mm-hmm. so you have to be humble enough to build like what you were saying like take your time to start building afresh cuz whatever you had before is different now and your goals should be different now so whatever made you move to that city or that town or move to this new country you know that maybe should be a motivating factor for you on how you handle your finances so it doesn't affect your work and um, your performance in whatever you're doing so i think right for us on um, how we can be able to so you know be able to do what we want to do with money and still feel good about ourselves so pick you know whatever treat you like and you can save towards that and so you're more empowered to um have money and be able to say no when you want to really say no and not just saying yes 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 because you're desperate or you're in a very tight situation where you just need the money So is there anything else you want to add um no this is just so thank thank you so much for having me and just to let you know that if you're worried because money issues can be overwhelming all of this information you might just see it and be like ah my life is in shambles listen mm-hmm. life is not in shambles all you have to do is to make a decision today go back to the drawing board make a decision stop giving excuses i don't make enough money but i need this but i need that and if you cannot do it on your own because sometimes you can't the same way i'm very financially savvy i don't know how to be disciplined when it comes to losing weight it's so ridiculous like so don't think that i'm one know it all and some people can really dedicate be dedicated to losing you, you see what i mean so i on my own part i had to hire like a trainer so sometimes having someone to keep you accountable yeah so take a step i'm not you don't even have to consult me 
you can consult anybody in your it could even be a friend you don't have to consult somebody that you pay but it could be a friend that you talk to and you ask and you tell them i want to save this amount by this amount this is you have to build a budget you can't just let things go as they happen your life is not in shambles there are people that make less than you and they're still saving money and they're still paying off their debt you just yeah. have to find the balance and the truth is this adult life nobody prepared us for it so and nobody's coming to just, save you from it <laughs> nobody's coming to save you from it so we just put each other and just you know find our way through it together so but if you need to talk to me i'm very very available to chat for a little bit before i charge you but, <laughs> that's nice but yeah you should you should follow me on my page and you can dm me and ask me questions and i'm always posting tips on how i save money every day because you'd be surprised how much you can actually save from what you're paying right now yeah you from know, your meals your everything even yes. bills bills some phone services if you call them and act like you want to leave they'll give you a discount your internet sure. you sure. you know they'll give you the little things that i do i post those things so yeah i'm not well i'm saying follow me yeah Ibuku, not Ibuku is not, she's not selfish so Ibuku, please mention like where they can find you i i i know you're on youtube and um, you have a youtube channel and you're also on instagram very active um please mention where they can find you again and reach out to you so, on youtube and i'm saying this as i'm saying this you should see my face i'm pointing my hand because you have to do it okay <laughs> <laughs> i am on instagram at 10 minutes financial guide and also on youtube it's the same name 10 minutes financial, financial guide, guide. Okay. and you know follow me subscribe watch my stories you will like it there i promise you, you like it because i'm fine and i'm funny and yeah. you learn how to save money so was there not and she's very entertaining like she makes it look so easy <laughs> so so easy thank you so much <laughs> so you you, you guys have had it all you guys have had it all from ibukono as she moved you know went to school and you know the student life is not easy so if there are some of you that moved because of school and then you're starting over and working and now she can afford to floss but she only flosses when she wants to not because she has to so you've heard it all please go back and listen and then you can catch more of some of these tips she's spoken about on her page 10 minute financial guide and on her youtube channel as well 10 minute financial guide and um thank you very much Ubuku, once again and we're going to bring a lot of other people real life people here who have moved and they're making things work out for them wherever they find themselves they're culturally diverse they've immersed themselves in the culture but they've made it work for them and that is the purpose of this podcast and i hope that you'll join me again next week remember communication is your superpower to remain visible at work i'll talk to you next week <laughs>